welcome to a special Elder Pine Brewing and Blending Excursion episode of... Brutal Battle. And as it says in their name, yes, they do blending, and one of our beers will highlight that, that we're having on this. Uh, We actually have five beers sitting in front of us. We're not going through all of them. We're only going to do two on this episode, but we wanted to tell you what the other three were, because we picked one up at the liquor store, because it's one that wasn't available in... or. It might have been. It might have been. But we wanted to make a separate, a different purchase. So we picked up one at the liquor store and then we got a mixed four pack. um, Because we were there the weekend after they had their anniversary celebration. So they still had a few four packs left of their anniversary stuff. So we were very excited. Other anniversary bottles too. We just got the four packs. Yeah, we just did the four pack. Which, by the way, first of all, awesome that they did that. First of all, it's awesome that they put out so many, like, special beers for their anniversary. Then the fact that they made, like, a mixed four-pack, which breweries in general should do mixed four-packs more often. That would be very nice. So, if anyone from Elder Pine hears this, continue to do mixed four-packs, please. People yeah. would love it. So, let me go over... Well, should we get into our first beer and then talk about what else is in it? Sure. Okay. I know you need the beers. I always like the beer first. Okay. So this was one of our favorites when we went. We already tried both of these beers when we were there. This was one of our favorites, and it's very odd. Like, when we first saw it, we're like, what? How is that? So we had to try it, and we loved it. This is their Cerveza Viejo Especial. It's a Mexican-style lager blend, and it is 65% Mexican-style lager and 35% Mexican-style lager aged in oak sodal barrels for six months. And sodal is, we looked it up, it's like kind of similar to tequila, but not. It's made with something different, but it's kind of treated the same way as tequila. Uh, This beer is 4.9%. Perfect. Yeah, and 16-ounce cans for all these. As people probably this assume. Is, this has a white label, which is yeah, which uncharacteristic is, of a lot of theirs because a lot of those their beers are black labels. That's true. Very good point. Yeah, it stands out for that reason. But Alright, let's take a look. Probably looks like a lager, huh? Yeah, it's light. Ooh. Yellow. Yeah, very yellow. Clear. You can't you can see right through this bad boy. There was an interesting like waft of smell that yeah. came off while I was you know, just pulling the glass near me. I didn't figure out what it is, but let's see if we can get it in the smell. I mean, it has to be the barrel. Yeah, it is. You know, like, I don't know what that smells like, but it has to be that. Yeah, it is kind of this, like, faint spirit smell from the soda barrels, obviously, so I guess that's the soda smell. There's a little bit of a woodiness on there, but it also smells, like, really crisp and clean, like just a nice light lager. I can't get much beyond what I think is the barrel. Well, I get a little bit of, like, honey, a little bit of hay as well. It's pretty light. Yeah. It smells really light. Looks really light. We've already had it. We know it tastes good. But let's describe what we're tasting. You get it. So light. Refreshing. You almost get a creaminess. I do get a slight creaminess. For sure. I definitely get a slight creaminess, but then it goes away because it's pretty drying on the finish. And you get like a woody character mm-hmm. from the soda barrels that goes together with the bitterness in the beer. And it helps like kind of dry your mouth out at the end. I'm getting like a lot of grain. 
Um, and then that naked yeah. Cheerio finish I'm getting. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. And I do taste that little bit of like a spirit taste yeah. that we said we were getting in the smell. That, you know, we've never had soda before, a, so we're going to assume that's what it is. just a lot of layers of flavor. Like, it's mm-hmm. light. Yeah. But there's lots of layers of flavor to it, which I think is very interesting. Yeah. For this much to be going on in a lager is pretty crazy. And it's really cool. Like, this is a fun, interesting, tasty, refreshing beer. And, um, man, cheers to Elder Pine for doing this. That's why they're our number two brewery. In Maryland, to be honest. It's a Sapwood number one, Elder Pine number two for us. They make some really good stuff. So what was in this fourth anniversary mix pack? Not the um, lager that we just had. The second beer we're going to have, I won't talk about that one yet because that was one in the mix four pack. But the other ones in the mix four pack were Asleep on the Forest Floor. It's a hazy double IPA. And they tell you what the grist and the hops are for this. The grist is pale, pilsen, oats, spelt, rye, flaked barley, and carahel, and the hops are Simcoe, Citra, and Comet. Uh, that's an 8.7 percenter, well, double IPA. And we, uh, ha- we had that, right? We did have it. it we was, don't like hazies. It's good, though. But we really did enjoy yeah, it that. Yeah, good. So kudos to them for doing that. Then there's um, The Sun's Gone Dim and the Skies Turned Black, long name. They have a lot of beers with long names. They do. Uh, another style you don't see that much. It's a Baltic Porter, and this one's aged in oak fooders for three months, and then finished in rye whiskey barrels for ten months, and that's a ten percenter. We haven't had that, but I bet that's going to be tasty when we pull that out. Probably. I, I want to pull that out good. when it gets a little colder. Okay. Got it. And it's probably the same for this last one, yeah. which is Summon the Moon Lord, and it is a... English, they say 24-hour boil English-style barley wine ale aged in bourbon barrels for 16 months. That is 16%. It's like a percent per month for the barrel (laughs) aging, uh, literally. So, yeah, really cool mix four-pack. We're really excited to get into the two that we haven't had before at some point. But, you know, maybe we'll even do like a cellar dive and like have them on we haven't done a cellar dive in a while yeah we'll get you know we'll get there eventually but let's talk about a little bit about elder pine and our oh, experience there when I we, thought we were gonna go oh i should time. probably finish should i since we just talked about all these beers should i just finish off what else we tried while we sure, were there yeah i'll just do that well i do want to give a shout out to the fact that we had had was it that scene it was like a weekend prior i think we had had um we went to a restaurant out in Frederick and they had their oak barrel aged Meritzen that was called Autumn Awaits. And that was so tasty. Yeah. Like the woody character added to the sweetness of the Meritzen was phenomenal. Uh, they had that when we were there, but we had already had it. Knew we really yeah. liked it. So we didn't, we didn't do it again. Um, then we had their Orgiza Villiane. Sorry, I'm trying. Um, it was a farmhouse ale uh, that was a rice beer. It was brewed with jasmine rice and red rice and hopped with Matueka um, and Nelson Sauben. That was good. We did enjoy that one. I don't think... Did we have a beer we didn't like there? Yes. There was one. Yes. And we'll get to that okay. in a little bit. Then we had their Festival Lager, which was just a fest beer. They called it a German-style fest beer with an American twist. Because it's hopped with lemon drop, 
hops. That's we good. enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not going to talk about that one because that's our last beer to try. We had their Nitro Kolsch. Oh, that's the one we That's didn't what like. we didn't like. I, I'm assuming it's just what the Nitro did to the Kolsch, although I feel like it should have been fine. Yeah. We just didn't really yeah. like that. There was like... It, I don't remember. Do you remember what particularly was? It it didn't taste like anything. It was just like nothing. Yeah, it was just, pretty flavorless. Yeah, which was weird. I mean, it was creamy because of the nitro, but right. beyond that, there wasn't really much going on. Yeah, so that was a, a rare miss yeah, for Elder that. Pine. And then you you uh, thought about getting this one. I kind of regret not getting this one. I, I told you we could have gotten it. This was their Horizons Shifting Slow in Blue, and this it, was I think one of their. Anniversary beers, too. Yes. It's a sour beer. It says it's a blend of two different pale sour beers aged in wine barrels for 24 months with tons of blueberry, raspberry, and vanilla. Yeah. It was very tasty. What was the ABV on that? Uh, 7.8. Yeah. It's a little dangerous. It was... It's you could have gone tasty. quick on it, but yeah, it was... That yeah, was a killer beer, too. We just have so much beer that we have to be kind of uh, picky with what we pick up. Yeah. But, well, and we just also have to, like, there's so much beer that we want to have at the house, but we just already have a decent amount, and we just need to control ourselves, you know? You're not going to get to drinking all of it. I mean, eventually you will, but the problem is, the longer you keep these beers, they're not going to taste like what you remember them being, so that's why we can't bring a whole lot home, too, so. Yeah. Mm. Okay, let's do the second beer, and then we'll talk about, you know... Our experience there. Okay. So I think this is interesting because there's not like a name to it. The name is like the style. Yeah. Which is, you know, a style that's not done often. <laughs> so that's fine, I think. So after I said that a lot of them have long names, this one is just tama- barrel-aged tomate pivo. Which, first of all, how often is anyone doing a tomate pivo? Barely ever. Second of all, I've never even heard of anyone barrel-aging a tomate pivo. So. so it's a Czech-style dark lager aged in bourbon barrels for nine months, and it's 6.6%. Listen, the fact that it's aged in bourbon barrels for nine months and it's 6.6%. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's insanity to me. Like, okay, we'll talk a little bit more about it once I crack it and we're, you know, smelling so it. So we had this and liked it, so. We had it and really Yeah, liked really liked it. it. From what I remember, it's like a... Lighter style, but it has a lot of those... Oh, making a mess. Yeah, I screwed up on my pour here. Oh, well. That's why we have towels on the table. Oh, well. Yeah, go in the laundry. But it's a light... Like, you get all the light characteristics, but then you get, like, that... The barrel, which is an mm-hmm. interesting play. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Man, you just get so much barrel on the nose. I mean, it oh, looks like dark. a dark beer, you yeah. know? Like, you can't really see much. Could be a porter. Yeah, because it, it looks not. like it looks thin, so it does. It looks more like porter, porter level, yeah, or dark lager. But it's not. It's tomato pivo. You smell that barrel. It's. I mean, it smells boozy. It does smell boozy. Like you're definitely getting that bourboniness to it. Like there's a vanilla to it. There's a caramel mm-hmm. to it. There's a lot of the oakiness from the barrel. I'm getting a little raisin. Uh, yeah, I can see a little raisin. I get a very slight tinge of a black licorice coming okay. off that. Very, very, very slight. I could see that. It just, it's like, I mean, I feel like I'm getting an alcohol burn. <laughs> just breathing it through your <laughs> yes. nose? I, I mean, I'm not, but there is like an astringency yeah. on the nose that lets you know that. Maybe that's what I'm perceiving. 
Yeah, I see what you're saying. I get what you're saying. There's a slight chocolatiness in there as well. There's so much going on in this nose. Just a lot going in. Hey, what? It's not as light as I remember. It's still pretty light. But, uh, I mean, I'm not complaining. It's very tasty. Especially for a barrel-aged beer. It's pretty freaking light. Yeah. I'm getting a lot more chocolate on the taste. Yeah, I am getting a lot more chocolate than I thought I would based off the nose. Um, I'm getting that black licorice a little Are bit, you? too. Yeah, I actually am. Uh, the carameliness a bit, the vanilla, that definitely getting that oak. That oak is pretty, um, pretty it's strong. It's very, like, roasty and chocolatey. It's, like, very yeah. warming. Yeah. Now, this is interesting because it's, yeah, it's something that, this strikes me as, like, a good fall beer. Mm-hmm. Because it's that transition in weather. It's not, like, super, you know high ABV and, like, thick type of stuff you want when it's, like, really cold out. But it's not, you know, something you want during the summer. So it hits that fall mark really, really well. It's a good blend of the light and the dark styles. It's really good. It's very good. I I really like both these beers. Are we going to have to rank these? I mean... Do we do that? Yeah. 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 If we're doing two, we can. I mean, I would say the Tamabe Piva is my favorite. I'm going to say the lager, okay. the Mexican lager is my favorite. And I think that's what we had talked about when we were there. Drinking, oh, okay. That you liked the the Mexican lager more than I, I did. And I, liked I really like more. a good Mexican lager, though. Yeah, and this is that with a it's, different twist yeah, to it. Yeah, so. it's very tasty. All right, so let's talk a little bit about our experience at Elder Pine. Did you want to start out? Uh, sure, yeah. Um, obviously, we're only doing outside seating, so... We went there because they have ample outside seating, and they have a lot. It's their outside seating is so cool because they have this deck that has all these plants, mm-hmm. so you feel like you're kind of like sitting in like botanical gardens. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like very like relaxing and serene. Yeah, and they and they have a bar out they have there, an outside bar like on that deck, which is super nice. So you don't have to like go around and go inside the building, but you do if you want to get stuff to take home. Right, which is to fine. go stuffs inside, and there were um, that blackberry, blueberry, or that the vanilla sour mm-hmm. was only in the inside bar. That's true, yeah. And the um, nitro kolsch was only on the inside yeah. bar. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think there was another beer that was only on the inside bar. Um, but it is cool when you're in the inside because you just see like all their barrels, yeah, just like walls of barrels just hanging out in there. It's a really cool like industrial brewery type space when you're inside. But the outside's more beautiful, to be honest. Like even if we weren't just doing outside seating because of COVID, I, I'm pretty sure we would still just be sitting outside because it's such so gorgeous there. Well, the inside space is small. That's true. It is very small on the inside too. Yeah. Um, not much inside. I mean, you go there to sit outside because they have, like I said, they have multiple tables. They have high tops and regular size tables at the bar. And then they have picnic tables in, like, the grassy area near the parking. They even have some under the, all the pine trees that are And there. then they have, like, in the woods. I mean, they're called Elder Pine for a reason. There are a bunch of pine trees there. I think it was literally, like, it's built on some of the land that is a pine tree farm. Mm. So, Yeah. Uh, it's it's beautiful. Like there are all these different like ambiances in, yeah. in the well, different seating. Yeah, I think I said yesterday. It, it, I mean, it's like a different experience no matter where you sit. Yeah, totally, a hundred percent. And that's that's a super cool thing. I feel like a lot of breweries don't have. Right. Another thing a lot of breweries don't have 
is super sophisticated porta potties. Right. Now I don't know. Like the last time we were there, they had a very fancy porta potty that you liked. And this time there was like a three stall trailer. Yes. Of porta of like yeah, three stalls of porta potties in this trailer. Wondering if they just got that for their anniversary party, which is the previous weekend. I don't know, but it was pretty nice. Like they were literally like real bathrooms. Like, you know, they were they were constructed very nicely with like you know, what looked like cabinets, but I'm sure they weren't like functioning cabinets and like a sink with running water. And just the toilet where you just kind of, like, step on the pedal and, you know, let everything go. It's It was very nice. And they it even had, like, um, lights. It was, like, a green light next to it if it's open, and it's a red light if it's closed. Yeah. Like, listen, I, I did I not partake dumb. in the porta potty extravaganza. I know this is kind of dumb to talk about porta potties but, like... It's nice because if you're there and you need to go to the bathroom and you're not going inside for whatever reason, you know, say, you know, I, I think they only they, have one bathroom. I wonder inside. if they even have inside bathrooms. No, they do. I saw oh, someone going in. Oh, but I okay. think it might just be like one. Like it doesn't look like it's there's know. much. But when you're drinking at a brewery, you want to make sure you have a good place to take a leak. Yeah. And it's way better than just your regular porta potty. Yeah. So anyway, I mean... That's all I really have to say about Elder Pine. It's obviously great things. We loved it. Um, mm-hmm. We're definitely going back at some point. Big fan. I looked on Untapped before we started recording, and I was like, we've only tried 23 different Elder Pine beers. That seems really low for us, especially in comparison to the fact that we've tried 105 Sapwood beers at this yeah. point. And, like, the brewery out of California, we've tried, like I think, like over 300 or something like that. It's a lot, but... Well, um for a while there, we were going to Sapwood, like, twi- yeah. know, like, twice a month. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is true. Cool. Well, this was a great episode. Um, we have some more excursions coming up, because we have continued to hit breweries. So, uh, if you want back episodes of the podcast, you can go to BrutalBattle.com. There are also photos of all the beers for each episode there. You can also go to Archive.org and just search Brutal Battle. You can email us... Uh, if you just want to get in contact at BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com for whatever reason. Uh, we're on Untapped. I'm Carlton Malibu, all one word. And you are? RubyReb62. And Instagram? BrutalBattlePodcast. And then help us out by rating and reviewing us with whatever podcatcher you use to listen. Uh, iTunes helps us the most. But the biggest thing you can do is word of mouth. Let people know about us. And we appreciate that. But... Thanks, everyone, for listening, and until next time, keep it brutal.